0: to the Organic Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Navarez, with Hemp Rider. Today, his name is Joseph Powers, and he has a... Joe Powers. Joe, Joseph Powers. Well, however you want to be called. Um, Say hi to our listeners.
1: Hi, listeners.
0: Awesome. Great. Now that we got that covered, I'm going to be entering... Joe Powers and his hemp writer company and how he got started in his industry, which is the cannabis industry. All right, Joe, now what is your story and how did you actually get started working inside the cannabis industry?
1: Well, to try to condense a long story into a short version, we'll... try to cut it down to the bare essentials 2011 i discovered cannabis as i was going as i was getting out of the military uh starting in 2010 i joined the military to operate nuclear reactors did that for a few years had an incident got on a prescription got out of the military discovered cannabis in the whole time And I don't mean just discovered cannabis as in casual pot smoking like the average teenager. I mean discovering the medical science, you know, the international, historical, long standing appeal of cannabis, hemp, and the whole, just the whole plant. So long story short, discovered it in two thousand eleven. Tried to start some kind of business. I didn't know it was going to be a cannabis based business, but right. I was trying to figure out how to design websites, market, do social media. Um, I created my very first viral thing with my you know my very first company. It was a model photography company, and my first viral piece of content a lot of hard work i hosted a five-week model competition at five different venues throughout the charleston south carolina area and yeah we attracted a lot of attention we got about fifty thousand view people viewing it per day or interacting engaging with it we had a, a crew like a photography crew of about you know 10 20 people throughout the whole um five weeks and we had about 40 models you know uh, going through the model competition so that was the first business and did try to figure out business had a, started a lot of businesses <laughs> quit a lot of businesses and 2015 came and i wanted to read a certain sci-fi novel couldn't find it and then i realized i remember some <laughs> quote Saying that, you know, if you, if there's a story you want to read and it's not out there, it's your obligation to go write it, to go tell that story. And so I felt obligated. And so I was talking to this with uh, Cindy Navarez about the story I wanted to write. And she told me about this November, what what was it called, the Nano?
0: The Nano Write Month. Yeah, I, was, I told you about that. And I said, oh, you got to do this Nano Write Month because it's a 30-month challenge. Of 30 write, day. Or, or thirty month. yeah, thirty day challenge. You have to write a book in thirty days. So yeah.
1: So picking up the story from there, um, I did not write a fifty thousand word novel in thirty days. Mm-hmm. I wrote a seventy five thousand word novel in fifteen days. So it was about that moment where. I realized I was, you know, kind of really super interested in cannabis, and then I really just dis- started discovering that I really liked writing, and I was really good at it, and <laughs> one other instant happened. It was about that time I was really listening and- to Gary V, um, Gary Vanderchuk, and he's a uh, sort of business coach, is how I see him. He's a business coach. He He fires up young entrepreneurs and tells you about the opportunity you have with uh, the cell phone device in your pocket. If you have a cell phone connected to the internet, you have an infinite amount of advantages that your, you know, our parents did (laughs) in being able to start a business. So, the one thing I learned from Gary Vee was hustle, and I didn't really truly know what it meant until... I had a full-time job at that point when I was writing the novel. Um, yeah, I wrote the novel in between having a full-time job. And so what ended up happening, it was my offspring's second birthday. Second birthday, we went to SeaWorld. And <laughs> it was a, I thought it was a paid vacation. And I learned at the last day of my vacation that it was not paid vacation. And I got really angry. <laughs> and somehow that anger... Kind of connected everything, you know. I hustle, you know. Cannabis writing, and somehow all of that connected, and boom! That day or the next day, I can't remember what, but I got my first client in the cannabis industry writing for uh, canna- Colorado cannabis tours, and I wrote for them for a good long amount of time. And since then, I've had several clients. I've put, published, you know, over a hundred articles internationally and domestically. And now I'm starting to move to more local writing. I want to, I'm here in Idaho, and I want to start cracking the cannabis hemp CBD oil code for a local Jerome Twin Falls, Idaho markets.
0: Well, amazing. Um, So what was the initial, what was your initial start in the, for the hemp writer, um, What was the initial start, and who was your first client?
1: Well, my first start was, like I said, uh, my first client was Colorado Cannabis Tours, and initially how I got started was I didn't know where I was going to publish my first piece of content, but I knew I had to have at least one solid piece of content that I could show people that I was talking to, that I could write, so yeah, a couple things happened, it's, I I I started, you know, I wrote three, three pieces of content it was a 60 second video, it was the world's most powerful plant in 60 seconds, and I quickly just, you know just gave quick, quick awesome pieces of content, and then I uploaded it to medium.com and published it on Medium, and jumped on LinkedIn, and just started adding hundreds and thousands of People on LinkedIn. It's if you had the word hemp, cannabis, CBD in your name, I added you. Uh, if you were a CEO, CFO, CMO, you know you are a marketer, marketing director. You were, you know, just, just anything. I was just you know just trying everything. It's you know let's just talk to everybody. Whoever wanted to talk to me, I'm ready to talk to you. And actually, my first client I didn't reach out to. I published the article on Medium. She found me. She, uh, I guess there's no like buttons on Medium. It's uh it's an, you click the applause button and so I saw her click the applause button right. and then we kind of chatted there and then we started chatting on LinkedIn and then it just kind of went from there.
0: Awesome. That's amazing. Uh great. How do you go about finding your clients?
1: So primarily I used LinkedIn. Um I don't I yeah I, I use LinkedIn pretty much exclusively and that's what I'm trying to branch out from right now because my whole client lead generation strategy is based off of LinkedIn and manually finding and adding people and then just personally messaging them asking them if they need help. So since I started in full time writing at uh December 2015, so in about 2 years I've emailed and added over six thousand people. So it's it's hustling. You hustle, you put in the hard work. I didn't email six thousand people in one night, but I have spent several ten, twelve, fourteen hour days just all day long, just lounging in the you know, in the sun, just walking around, just adding people, add 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 add, add, add and sending them asking, them, Do you need help, do you need help do you need help with writing? And like Gary V says, it's math. It's just a numbers game. All that's all sales is it's you help who wants to be helped. You can't help Someone that doesn't want to be helped, and if there's a position to help, that's how I want to serve. It's I have you know marketing knowledge or whatever to go serve, so I just started serving as best I could, just at an individual level, just reaching out personally,
0: right? So, essentially, just ensuring that you give value, even when you ask them, you want to make sure that you're actually giving value, not just saying, Oh, I just want your money. You just like the value question you can offer to be like, do you need help with content marketing, or do you need help with whatever they need help with, whatever your niche is? Um, I think that question actually gives value in itself, because it's not saying, hey, do you need a content marketing agency to do this for you? It's that you're using, you do need help, and I feel like that gives more value, so... Mm
1: It's just you, you just stay respectful and professional yeah. and just appreciate. Say, you know, it's hello, and I use their name. I appreciate the connection. Do you need help with content writing? I appreciate your time. And then, you know, my name, what I do, and then website. And it's like it's not too hard to figure out what I do. And if that's what you're looking for, that kind of help, or if you don't know, we can talk. <laughs> And right now, it's I'm just manually teaching. I'm just one on one, personally on the phone, just you know, just repeating the same message over and over again. And it's time to it's time to start doing for myself what I'm doing for others because the value of content marketing is just phenomenal. You know, nobody wants Mm -hmm. to be interrupted through for with a TV commercial that's irrelevant. They don't want to hear about it, you know. You, you, what do you do when you get interrupted by a television commercial? Shut it off. You Either change the channel, <laughs> you pick up your cell phone and go look for content that other people are sharing that's interesting to the people that you are interested in.
0: Exactly. Right. And how long have you what done hemp writer for? How many years? Hemp writer itself. Mm,
1: so, I it started got my first client December 2000 no, it's 2016 cuz yeah ready turned my offspring turned 2 years old during that time so it was 2016 so yeah
0: 2 years wow i bet you've learned a lot of lessons along the way and a lot of <laughs> mistakes or trial and errors that you've gone through what was the one obstacle that was the what was the biggest obstacle you'd had to, you've had to overcome Oh,
1: let's see. Biggest obstacle. Well, first off, just getting started, the hustle, knowing that you, you just got to hustle.
0: True.
1: <laughs> hustle doesn't mean just hustling and providing garbage. A hustle, providing value. Get, uh, hustle, give as much value as you can. Um. Next big challenge. Let's see. I want to say that it was... Clients aren't forever and they come and go and I think the hardest part right now it's writing to the point of having a long term impact because you can't just publish content for a month and you're done and you just you know magic's not going to happen through just publishing content for one month. Gary Vee will say you got to commit to producing lots of content continually. And that's how you're going to get noticed in the search, en- both the search engine and the audiences. You know, if you, you, I mean, I can say a whole lot about that. It's, <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of clients pop in that just want, you know, you know, that's fine. In an article here, or there, they, they got like, you know, they're hiring several writers and they want to test out a lot of writers. Uh, and that that's a great strategy if you want to hire like five writers and have them continuously pumping out content that's great but the biggest the biggest problem i see the biggest mistake i see different you know cannabis startup companies whether you're new or you're you've been in the business for a while is that you're you're not most companies aren't producing ongoing content and there's a couple of them that are uh if you look at Gary V and what he's doing he's just completely smoking the whole competition
0: <laughs> right
1: like if you look at leafly.com they're pumping out a lot of a lot of information right and I pretend that's a lot most most people are doing this much content maybe like a quarter of an inch of content leafly's probably doing an inch of content and then Gary V's probably doing 3 feet worth of content
0: <laughs> that's insane he's like a machine well, because he has a lot of team players behind him, but I wonder how much content did he actually put out when he was just doing it himself.
1: And he said, uh, just recently, I was listening to him. He said that he's been producing content every single day for like the last thirteen years, and oh, it's just been the last couple recall. years that he's really been making, you know, the the big, really making the poke towards the the larger mainstream audiences
0: Mm mm-hmm wow all right so so you're in the cannabis industry and you see a lot of clients whether they're they have a CBD oil business or they have vaping business or just any type of cannabis you know business Um, what is the restrictions for you know businesses and do you need to really watch out for the compliance regulations?
1: Was your question what is, are the restrictions in marketing and advertising or what is are the restrictions for the industry?
0: Well, what? Like what is the restrictions for yeah, advertising and marketing and yeah, I, that would be the question then.
1: Okay, see, so I can answer that question real easy. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, advertising restrictions. You can't really do paid advertising, at least not on social media. And that's where a lot of people are making a lot of money, is through using Facebook ads advertising, social media advertising, you know, Google ads, AdWords. But you, cannabis companies we mostly can't do that and if you do see people getting ads through it's because they're, they're 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 squeaking through they're not getting through necessarily legally or you know they're they're not getting the ads through with full blessings from the social media platform like you'll see CBD oil on Facebook or Google ads but if you look closely they're really really being careful about how they say what they're saying you see instead of people saying like cbd they'll say cdb you know so that can i've seen them squeak through the engines um yeah mostly you can't do paid but one but the best way of going about doing advertising and you know marketing for you know cbd cannabis is through you know content marketing you can do you can publish content like educational content and then put links to your products in the content. But you can't use paid advertising to quickly get in front of people. You've got to grow more organically. You've got to distribute it in more creative ways. So that means you got to do you know, guest posting. So you can create like an educational blog article indirectly kind of educating people about certain things about your, your product. And then you publish it, you know, you guest publish it. You publish it on a platform in front of an audience that could be, you know, has a high potential of being interested in your product. So by guest posting in front of relevant audiences, that's another great strategy. I see lots of, you know, CBD companies, you know, smart CBD companies are, smart cannabis companies are doing that. You know, they're, they're playing at a hundred percent as best they are legally allowed to. (laughs)
0: Okay then. Wow. Well, then that, just makes businesses. That just creates more need for the cannabis industry to really use content marketing. It's more organic growth, just like you said. So, um, what is the what's the legality of cannabis in the United States? Like is CBD legal in all fifty states, and is cannabis legal in all fifty states, or does it just depend?
1: On well, some of my future videos, I'm gonna go into spe- some specific states, and we'll look at what their laws say about what's legal and how it's legal. Uh, pretty much, unless a law is explicitly saying that this is illegal, unless there's a law saying it's specifically illegal, then it's legal. It's permissible. So the Trump, Donald Trump, President Trump just signed the 2018 Farm Bill, the Farming <laughs> Act. <laughs> and if you look really closely at that that basically completely separates hemp from marijuana. Hemp is, you know, there's there's no connections, right? <laughs> even there's zero ingredients in hemp that is associated with marijuana now. Even even the can, the CBD, the cannabidiol is in hemp is legally separated <laughs> from marijuana. So at the federal level, you know, that was a big win here uh, a couple weeks ago in, you know, mid December, mid late December when Trump signed it live and I'm gonna actually make a complete separate video and we're gonna go take a deep close look at the Idaho laws the laws here in Idaho and see explicitly what they say cuz you got uh, Trump legalized hemp and the federal definition of hemp is less than 0.03 percent THC so if it contains less than 0.03 percent THC then it's considered hemp now cannabis can be either marijuana or hemp. What makes it hemp is that there's less than 0.03% THC. But the question is can state laws make even more strict regulation or they can they do something else with the law? And the answer is yes they can. States can make more strict laws just like in Idaho as I'm looking at the laws, you know, in the vi- in the upcoming video that I'm going to create, we're going to go through we're going to go through everything. We're going to look at everything we possibly can that's available to the public. We're going to look at all the government regulation websites. We're going to look deep into the, the actual wording of the laws and the legislation. We're going to look exactly what people are saying and how they're saying it and what they're looking at. We're going to look at you know the federal law, what Trump looked at and signed and what that means. And we're going to look at the Idaho law. We're going to look at you know just all the things that Idaho is saying about it you know, one by one. And pretty much what it's saying is that Idaho has some pretty strict cbd laws and if it has even trace amounts of cbd or excuse me if they have trace amounts of thc in the cbd oil then it's illegal it's the, le- the cbd oil can only be legal in Idaho if it has zero thc and we'll talk about that in detail because there's a couple problems with different CBD products. You, the one thing I'll say right now is that you don't necessarily want to be using CBD isolates because you're not going to be getting the full benefit from the entourage effect. You need a full spectrum of uh the w- science knows uh, knows about 113 cannabinoids. And isolates are a single molecule. And you need a full spectrum of about 112 cannabinoid molecules to be a really super effective type of CBD oil.
0: Wow, that's a lot of cannabinoids. 113 of them. That's quite a bit. Yeah, uh, where did you say that you're going to be posting your videos at?
1: Well, videos will be posted on you know, YouTube. I'll share it on my website. When I slap together the blog post, I'll incorporate the video. So if, you know, if you'd rather just watch the video or listen to the audio or download the podcast, you can do you know, any one of those numbers. You know, or you can just go ahead and read the video transcript or you know, read the blog post. That's a summation of all the information that we're going to be going through. So as many places as I can post it.
0: <laughs> Content marketing in a nutshell.
1: An no, example
0: of content marketing: of Where mm-hmm, you gonna be mm-hmm. posting in? How like what are you gonna be doing? And where your distribution process will come in? And yeah, post everywhere. Post where you the attention is, where your audience is. That's very crucial.
1: Yep, and keep repackaging your content. It's you can create something once and then repackage it forever. <laughs> so what what one social media platform like say okay so we got this this half hour long podcast you're not going to necessarily listen to a half hour podcast on instagram so what you can do is you can take little clips and post it on instagram you can take a photo of your piece of content and put like a quote on it and put a link to your website and you know there's there's a million different things you can do
0: a lot there's a lot and it just there's just so much to grow especially with content marketing even if you don't have a cannabis business and you're just an essential oil business or you even have, like, an organic natural product that actually helps people, um, you can just use the same same strategies, content marketing strategies. Just appeal to your market. Um,
1: provide value. Yeah, provide value. Teach them something cool. You know, we want to learn how to do something cool and useful that makes us feel better. And
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um all right. So, what are your services for Hempwriter?
1: Well, the services for Hempwriter we're a full service content marketing agency. We provide all sorts of services associated to content marketing, and the whole kind of content marketing umbrella includes you know various technical things. But the broad stroking idea of what we offer is, you know, we'll do for startups if you don't have a website, we can create you a website. If you're a seasoned company i I can come in, take a take a look at your website, do a technical audit, and we can see where the holes are, and we can quickly, you know, fix the fix the leaks in the in the the the, the ship to keep it from sinking. Because there's a you know Google's always updating their algorithms, and recently there was this medic update that happened. You know the nickname is called the medic update, and that impacted a lot of websites in the health industry. And, you know, we can, I'm I'm looking at the graphs, you know, (laughs) you got people that had thousands, you know, thousands and thousands of, you know, views and traffic to their website and overnight that uh, Google update happened and it pretty much close to zero, just really squelched it. So there's a couple things that need to go into your website to kind (laughs) of fix it so you're not hurt by the medic update. Um, So we got, you know, search engine optimization, SEO, graphic design, uh, what else?
0: Oh, you do design? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Just about any kind of design, you know, video creation, just any kind of content, keyword research. Just about everything under the content marketing umbrella.
0: Awesome. That's great. Um, So who is your most influential person, like inspirational person, when you're wanting to learn more about content marketing or just when you were learning content marketing? Okay,
1: that might be the last question for now we got a little baby dragging us away so real quick to answer this question. I think uh there's a lot of good content marketing coaches out there. You got Neil Patel very good. he's always staying relevant and teaching you and he's he's showing you what he's doing. he's not just telling you he's doing what he's telling you. And you got Pat Flynn's another really good one, and uh, who I'm really really excited about is Gary. Gary Vanderchuk, Gary V, the Ask Gary V Show. He's got you know got lots of books. He's always putting out content every single day. And what I like about Gary V, he says, he, you know, as much as you listen to him, he says, don't don't listen to what I say. You know, what he says is always going to be changing. He's like, don't listen to what I say. Watch what I do and do what I do. <laughs> so Gary V, I'll say Gary V.
0: Awesome. All right. And this is the Organic Marketer podcast. And I really appreciate you, Hemp Writer, for letting me interview you and really just giving value to the audience. I really appreciate it. And I'm just going to close out this podcast for now. And, yeah, well, you guys keep on hustling. Keep on keep on hustling. Yep. Just keep on hustling. All right.
1: Thank you very much. This is Cindy Navarez at Organic Marketer. This is Joe with Hemp Writer. Thank you very much Come for on. interviewing me. I look forward to...